So you want that 12 string acoustic guitar sound, that jingle, that jangle, that chimey, beautiful sound that only a 12 string guitar can offer, but you don't wanna spend a lot of money. Seems like a conundrum, right? Well, it's actually not, because on today's show, I'm gonna be sharing with you 10 killer acoustic 12 strings that do not break the bank. Hey, TAC family, this is episode 299 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Yes, we are on the precipice of episode 300. Absolutely, 100% mind-blowing. This show is packed full of inspiration and fun, designed to help you get more progress, fulfillment, and joy from your acoustic guitar journey. Throughout today's episode, I will keep you in the loop with some acoustic news you can use, including a golden thing from a new, to me, artist, a new blues-infused YouTube series, and much, much more. But first, let's look at some low-dollar 12-strings that give you high-dollar jangle. Yes, I've got a list of 10, 10 or so guitars, I think there's 10 on here, uh, that I think you need to know about. If you've been thinking to yourself, gosh, I want to round out my sound. I want to sound like the folk heroes of the 60s and 70s. I want to sound like Dan Fogelberg. I want to sound like Roger McQuinn. Well, today's show is for you, indeed. Uh, these guitars do not break the bank. In fact, the first one on my list is my absolute favorite low-dollar 12-string. It is the Yamaha FG 82012, the Yamaha FG82012. It comes in at $379. It has a solid spruce top. It plays beautifully smoothly. It plays beautifully smooth. It plays beautiful smoothly. One of those combinations. And it's just an all around stellar guitar. I had one of these or an iteration of it very early on in my guitar journey. And I'm kicking myself because I traded it in. I should have never traded it. I just should not have traded it. It's a great guitar at a great price. Here's how it sounds. I should mention the 12 strings on this list all come in under $1,000. In fact, a lion's share of them are under $500, which is pretty darn awesome because you can add to your sound without spending a lot of dough. Coming in at the number nine spot is the Orangewood Echo 12. This is a beautiful, lush sounding 12 string guitar from the folks at Orangewood. It usually comes with a pickup. I believe it's the Orangewood Echo Live 12 and just a great playing, a great sounding guitar. You've got a solid top on this instrument. It's very comfortable to hold, very comfortable to play. Here's how it sounds. got $500 and you want a 12 string, this next guitar is for you. This is one of the most beautiful, jangly, lush, warm sounding 12 strings on this list. Coming in at number eight is the Seagull Coastline S12 Cedar. Yes, a solid cedar top on a 12 string adds this beautiful warmth, this beautiful delicacy to it, but it still gives you the jangle. It's not muted, it's not muddy, it's clear, but it sounds super full and woody. Here's how it sounds. The 
number seven spot is held by the Alvarez AJ80CE12. This guitar comes in at $649. And I was looking through the Alvarez lineup and they have the Regent series and they have the Artist series. And I do believe they have a 12 string in the Regent series, but in my opinion, the Artist Series wins out because it does have a solid top. Yes, it's a little bit more. Again, this guitar comes in at 649, but in my opinion, it is well worth it. The quality of the Alvarez Artist Series is pretty stellar for the price they are offered at. They play well, they sound huge, and overall the entire series is awesome, but the 12 string in particular sounds pretty damn good. Coming in at $429 is the Fender CD140SCE12. Yes, this 12 string occupies the number six spot and it is a lot of guitar for not a lot of money. You've got a solid Sitka spruce top that is X braced. On the back and sides, you have a beautiful Ovon Cole, which is laminate, but it offers a ton of sound for, again, not a lot of money. Um, not saying $400 is cheap, but in the whole span of 12 string guitars, acoustic guitars in general, that's a pretty darn good price for a great sounding 12 string. Coming in at number five is another Alvarez guitar. See, we already looked at the Alvarez AJ80CE12. It was a jumbo bodied guitar, maple back and side, solid spruce top, a beautiful 12 string. Well, the number five spot is occupied by the Alvarez AD6012. This is a dreadnought body shape, still with a solid spruce top and still with all that 12 string goodness for a lesser price. The Alvarez AD6012 comes in at 439, to 549. Now, the price difference here is uh, 439 is for the base model. No pickup, just a straight ahead dreadnought 12 string. The 549 price is for a cutaway and a pickup. So depending on what you play, you can choose accordingly. But this is a great sounding guitar. You have to hear it. Here is the Alvarez AD6012. Historically, I haven't really featured a lot of Takamini guitars on the show. Well, that changes right now. Coming in at number four is the Takamini GD30CE 12 string. A great utility 12 string guitar. It comes in at 669. It's got a pickup, it's got a cutaway, it's got a solid spruce top, and it's got the jingle, the jangle, the chime, the ring, the other adjectives. A great sounding guitar that you need to hear. Here it is. next guitar on my list is the least expensive guitar on this list. And I should mention, you know, I'm not doing this countdown really in any order. Uh, yeah, we're going from 10 to one, but honestly, I'm just trying to provide you a buffet of options in the 12 string guitar world, in the low cost 12 string guitar world, so that 
you can find something that fits with where you're at, what you want in your guitar arsenal, what you find your budget to be at. So coming in at number three is the Ibanez PF1512. This is an all laminate 12 string guitar. Does it sound as rich as something with a solid spruce top, a solid cedar top? No, it doesn't. It's an all laminate guitar, but it will give you the chime. This guitar comes in at $249. As I mentioned, it is all laminate, but it plays really well. And something that I think you should consider if you just wanna dip your toe in the 12 string water. Here is the Ibanez PF1512. I should mention that at the end of this list, I will be sharing with you my two favorite guitars on it so that you'll get my picks. If somebody ever asked me about a 12 string, these are my two go-to instruments. So just keep that in mind. Coming in at the number two spot is the Guild D1212. This is a unique 12 string in that it has a solid mahogany top, laminate mahogany back and sides, dreadnought body, and of course, yes, all 12 strings. Now, this guitar is on this list for a very specific purpose. Yeah, it's a little bit more costly at $799. And what I've noticed that in the, in the world of low priced 12 string guitars, there is a tendency for them to sound brittle and shrill and not all that full and deep bodied. That changes with the Guild D1212. You've got great warmth, you've got great lush full sound, and of course that jangle that, well, you want from a 12 string. Here's how it sounds. The final 12 string on this list is the Taylor 150E 12 string. This guitar, of all the guitars on this list, probably plays the best right out of the box. Do I think it sounds the best? Ironically, not really. It's the most expensive guitar on this list, but I don't think price always equates to superior tone. Right, I think you have to play these guitars. You have to get them under your fingers. So the Taylor 150E comes in at $999, a great playing 12 string from the folks at Taylor. And yes, it sounds good. Is it as full bodied as some of the other ones on this list? No, but it's a darn good sounding guitar and one that you should certainly consider. Here is the Taylor 150E 12 string. So which of these are my two favorite? Now, I don't wanna get in trouble here because I did a 12 string episode, gosh, maybe 100 episodes back, maybe less than that. And it was quite simply my favorite 12 strings with price not being a factor. So there was like a Martin HD 2812 on there. There was a Taylor, um, uh, the numbers, the numbers 524, I might be wrong. Anyways, the price range there spanned from $200 to almost $4,000, okay? We're sticking with under $1,000 here. So my two favorites on this list 
are the Yamaha FG8 2012, which I mentioned right at the top of the show. That one is, again, $379. And then the Guild D1212. I think Guild is a name synonymous with 12 strings, and the fact that it has a mahogany top provides a much different sound. Yeah, it's a little bit more expensive at $799, but those are my two picks off of this list. If you're out there thinking, today's the day, I'm gonna get a 12 string. Uh, stick with stick with both of those. I think you'll find yourself uh, uh, really, really enjoying those, both in terms of how much they cost and how much you get in terms of the guitar that they are. Now, uh, since I know for a fact that you're out there thinking, I play a 12 string, I, I know of inexpensive 12 strings, and you know what? The one that I like is not on this list. Well, please be my guest and place your guess, your guess, place your pick for best inexpensive 12 string down in the comments below. I know for a fact there are 12 string guitar players that are watching this show because you've all prompted me to do a show like this for episode after episode. So I wanted to give the 12 strings a little bit of love here. Uh, so in the comments below, let me know what your go-to inexpensive 12 string is. And of the ones on this list, maybe if you're shopping, which one piqued your interest? Let me know in the comments below. Okay, now for your first dose of acoustic news you can use. And a couple shows back, I mentioned the new album entitled Triplicity from Trevor Gordon Hall, Andy McKee, and Callum Graham. Three incredible guitar players joining forces to make a, a, a super team, a super guitar team of sorts with this new album, Triplicity. Well, it is out and they released a song video, a video, a music video, gosh. I've been too far away from MTV as it was originally intended. Uh, they have they released a music video for a song off of it. The song, Hunter's Moon, here's the video. And speaking of new music, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that Caitlin Canty has a new album coming out, Quiet Flame. Well, it is here, and she too released a music video from one of the songs off of that album. The song is entitled Saltwater, and here's the video. Now the next music I'm gonna feature is not necessarily a new album or a new artist even, although the artist is new to me. You may have heard of her already, but I certainly hadn't and my jaw was literally on the floor. I don't know how else to explain how she sings, how she plays, 
and the lyrics that she writes. I, I don't know how to explain it, so you're gonna have to hear it. But first, let me tell you about her. Uh, Molly O'Mahony. I found this off of the Gems on VHS Instagram account. They did kind of a rundown of some of their favorite performances from the last year or so. And Molly was on this list and I just was captivated. I don't, there's no other word for it. There, I was just captivated. She started singing and I immediately was just drawn in and picked my head up when the song was done and thought to myself, what did I just listen to? This, this gave me the goosebumps and I want you to have those very goosebumps. So here is Molly O'Mahony singing the song, Golden Thing. Absolutely chef's kiss beautiful. Had a golden thing worried about you like the robes of a king. Was a heavy price Never were to own them Though they fit real nice They were another's robes Sewn up and claimed In the days of old Oh, the days of old What do you get when you cross a beautiful sounding room at a church with a fantastic bluegrass flat picker playing a ridiculously amazing bluegrass guitar? Well, you get this next video that you're about to see. Brian Sutton took out a new pre-war guitars herringbone. Now, this is the pre-war guitars company, not a pre-war guitar, uh, to a beautiful sounding room at a church and just played a little bit. And... He didn't dig in. He didn't make this guitar scream because, well, he didn't have to. This room was so supportive and so beautiful. The guitar sounds so amazing and is so resonant. He was actually pretty subdued when he played it because I think he just wanted to sink into the overtones and the beautiful resonance of this instrument combined with this amazing room. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I hope it hits you the same way. Here's Brian Sutton playing that beautiful pre-war guitars herringbone.
Go ahead and grab your guitar. Now it's time to see what the TAC family is working on today. Every single week within Tony's Acoustic Challenge, the TAC family rotates through the five essential skills that help you learn songs fast. On Monday, there's a technique challenge. Tuesdays, a guitar lick challenge. Wednesdays, an improvisation challenge. Thursdays, a rhythm guitar challenge. And Fridays, a chord transition challenge. I ran out of steam there. My brain just went blank. Fridays are indeed a chord transition challenge. Today is Tuesday. The TAC family is working on a guitar lick. And here it is. Your Tuesday Tack Guitar Lick Challenge is named Mission Bell, and it sounds like this. Doesn't sound like much, right? Is it even a guitar lick? Is it just strumming chords? What is it? Well, this little passage is actually the bones of one of the most, in my opinion, memorable parts of the solo from the Eagles Hotel California. But it's simplified so that you can adapt it to, well, wherever you are in your playing. Uh, first, before we get into this, in fact, there's a really important lesson buried in here. Yes, it may seem simple. Yes, it may seem quite simply strummy, but there's really so much more there. So uh, we'll dig into that here in a moment, but first, TAC family, if you wanna learn this note for note, please log in. This is your daily challenge. Go ahead and log in, click start. That'll take you to the teaching video. Once you're through with that, you can move to the play along video, adjust it to a speed that's comfortable for you. And don't forget to open up the tab by clicking on the icon in the lower right-hand corner. You can open up that tab, pop it right next to the video, and boom, have them both on your computer screen. First, before I get into this lick, let me just say this. Um, I don't normally paint my fingernails, but there's a story involved and you have to know it. So I was getting ready for a gig. This was, I guess it would be last week at the time of this filming. And uh, I was playing a lot of fingerstyle guitar pieces, a lot of things that I wrote, and I busted my ring finger nail on my picking hand, one that I use a lot. And Emerson, my two and a half year old son, was just beside himself. He could not believe that I broke my fingernail. So he wanted to quote unquote, fix my nails. So he proceeded to take mom's fingernail paint and just go to town fixing my fingernails. Um, and I just don't have the heart to take it off. I just don't have the heart to take it off. So that's the explanation. Not that I needed to, but I figured you might want to know. So this lick, what is it? What is it good for? Well, like I said, this lick really shows <clears throat> or rather I didn't say, this lick shows the importance of these tiny chord shapes. These little three string chord shapes you can do on the high three strings as a means to navigate up and down the fingerboard in a way that makes musical sense. Um, because these are chord shapes we're relatively familiar with or could be relatively familiar with, it makes moving up and down the guitar neck easy. Let me run through these shapes really quick, just singly without the slide so you can see them. And then I'm gonna show you a different treatment of these shapes that really bring them to life and, and really allows them to fall into the true quote unquote guitar lick category. Here are the shapes just in a quick, uh, a brief overview.
you've got two different varieties of a D shape, a D major shape and a D minor shape, and then this modified three string, what I like to call a C shape. Um, it's actually an A shape, but however you refer to these shapes is really not the main point. The point is seeing recognizable shapes and moving them around. Whoops, sorry. And one of the beautiful things about these shapes is it allows you this wonderful gateway to arpeggiate the chord. Arpeggiation just means uh, playing the chords one note at a time, just a single note at a time. So let me go ahead and go through this very first passage, just like the Eagles would in their recording of Hotel California, rather like the Eagles did in their version of Hotel California. And you'll see immediately that these chord shapes come to life and there's way more use for them just uh, instead of just strumming them. So let me go ahead and play this uh, arpeggiated. So the treatment of these little chord shapes is vital for how they come across when you play them, which really brings up uh, an extremely important part, uh, important point rather, <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking about what part this is of uh, Hotel California. And yes, this is a piece of the solo from Hotel California. Great, we can learn it as that, we can treat it just purely as that but I wanna encourage you to take it beyond that and look at what's happening here. These are small, tiny chord shapes. These are small, tiny triads that we're moving up and down the neck to insinuate chords. And yes, we can strum them, but we can treat them so differently and make them sound like a true quote unquote single note solo by arpeggiating the chords. And the important point here, I guess there's two. The first is, yes, we can treat it as Hotel California's solo or a portion of it. Um, but rather I want to encourage you to treat it well beyond that as much, much more. And that brings me to the second point, And that is looking at things from different perspectives. Yes, we could have just looked at these as simple chord shapes, strum them, went about on our way. But if you start to look at the different levels that various things offer you on guitar, i.e. these mini chord shapes, allowing to arpeggiate them, do so in a fashion that's rather staccato like this. Uh, I'm not letting the notes ring out. All of a sudden, the same things you do with your fretting hand, because of your picking hands treatment of them, all of a sudden you breathe new life into things you already know. So before we get back into the show, I just want you to think of something that you know right now, it doesn't have to be mini chord shapes, but just something that you play on the guitar and think about it and say, ask yourself the question, how can I think of this? How can I look at this in a different way to produce a different sound, to gain an, addi an additional effect? Just something interesting to make use of what you already know and really expand upon it and expand your, uh, your tonal offering, if you will. Time for your second dose of acoustic news you can use. And we're gonna kick things off with a new series on YouTube from Tom Feldman. Now I've sung Tom Feldman's praises quite a few times on the show. He's an amazing blues player. He's a phenomenal teacher, like a top-notch 
raise the bar kind of a teacher. Everything from, uh, you know, everything in the old time blues finger picking category, he just seems to know and he communicates how to do it so well. Make sure to check out his website, playcountryblues.com. But that's not the feature of this news item. He just started a new series on YouTube called Turn to Blues, in where he takes a popular song, like think a Billboard Top 50 radio song, and turns it into a blues song. Maybe not all Billboard top songs, but you get the idea. A, a pop song, and he turns it into a blues song. He bluesifies it. He infuses it with mojo. Well, the first episode of this aired, and he took the uh, Ever Everclear. Yeah, that's the band. He took the Everclear song, Santa Monica, and turned it into a blues song. Now, we're going to look at a small clip of this video. Do know that... I want you to take this whole video in because not only does Tom hear the song for the first time and then start to construct his arrangement of it, he kind of goes through the process. It's a, it's a really fun watch and I encourage you to check the whole thing out. Uh, here is just a small clip of that video. Again, this is Tom Feldman's Turn to Blues. Like I learned the song as it was, just mm -hmm. playing along with the recording. And the key that that was in, I was like, I can it, I could play the song, but then it sounded too much just like me doing an acoustic version of the song. Right. You could do that, but it's not very interesting. Right. And I'm checking the boxes for what this show is all about, which is taking a non-blues song and turning it into a blues song. Yep. Now, whether you like the version that I've done with it, yep. as far as turning it into blues, that's up for people to yeah. debate, comment. Yeah, decide. And I think for people like me, I just like hearing acoustic or, you know, people taking songs from one genre and making a whole other song. And sometimes it's very loosely connected sure. to that original style or whatever, but it's just really interesting to hear. Regardless, it's just kind of fun to, to listen to those. So. I know this is Acoustic Tuesday, and I know that acoustic guitars should be in the spotlight, but I quite simply had to share this next story with you. Andy Powers of Taylor Guitars 
just started his own electric guitar brand. Now, I need to be clear, this is not affiliated with Taylor Guitars. These guitars are Powers electric guitars. And the visuals that I got, the pictures that I saw, I'm like, those are super cool looking. They just remind me of an old car. It's almost like, um, I don't wanna say Fender-ish because that's not correct. I don't know, it just reminded me of an old car. And if you hadn't heard about these, I wanted you to hear it here. Um, and I always thought, you know, as I was reading the story, not always, as I was reading the story, I thought, how do, these, how do these things sound? I mean, we have an acoustic guitar builder building electric guitars. How's that gonna translate? Well, it translates pretty darn well. Thanks to Chicago Music Exchange, we get to hear the Powers electric guitar. Uh, the very first model, I believe it's a, a A-style model. The details are in the video. Let me go ahead and let Nathaniel take it away from Chicago Music Exchange. Hi folks, Nathaniel here at Chicago Music Exchange, joined by David. Hey, what's happening? Hello. How's it going? Good, how are you doing, man? I'm doing all right. We have some very special guitars. Very special guitars. And how it came about, we went to San Diego. We did go to San Diego. Why we, did we go there? We went to San Diego because this guy named Andy Powers, who yeah. is the CEO of Taylor Guitars, uh, has come up with a new electric guitar called Powers Electric. Totally separate of Taylor. Mm -hmm. It is not a Taylor affiliated. It's his own thing. It's his own yep. situation, even though it's there. He's using some of the, he's borrowing some of the tools yeah. there yeah. to make these guitars. But it was an immersive experience. Uh, more, more about his life yeah. and how uh, he grew up and how Southern California. Uh, surf culture and hot rod culture music influenced, yep. you know, his his music and ultimately the creation of these guitars. Yeah. So what we have here is the first offering from Powers Electric, which mm -hmm. is an A-type model, which is named after the Jaguar car, automobile. The car. Yeah. Did you say it again? Jaguar. Yeah. final news nugget I have for you is a book that I want you to put on your summer reading list. Now I found this out through Don Sternberg. Don Sternberg is a great mandolin player based in Chicago. I first heard him play actually at school. I was taking a college class on live sound reinforcement and he came in and was an artist and everybody in the class, we got to mic him, hear different microphones, all that cool stuff. Anyways, uh, I saw Don Sternberg on Facebook post the following. Here's the book you want. A thorough and insightful chronicle of the development of country music, folk music, and related styles right here in our great city in the middle of the country. What's the book he's referring to? It's named Country and Midwestern, Chicago in the History of Country Music and the Folk Revival by Mark Guarino. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, the forward is by Robbie Folks, and it looks like the art on the front cover, and I, I might not be 
correct on this, but I'm, I'm about 90% sure. Looks like the artwork on the front cover was done by John Langford, but this book seems to be the full package. Um, and coming from Don Stierenberg, who is a great player, but a great um, studier of music, student, that's what it's called, not a studier, a student, a student of music. I think this book looks awesome, and that recommendation put me over the edge. I have the book on order. I haven't received it yet, but I wanted you to know about it because I think it's pretty darn cool. Uh, and on that note, on those country music-infused notes, of course, I'll let you know about the book once I get it and dig into it, but uh, on those country-infused notes, I think it's a great time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show for today. Yes, but first, we have to take a sneak peek into next week. And next week is episode 300. 300 episodes of the Acoustic Tuesday show. Just like I said at the top, mind-blowing. Absolutely 100% mind-blowing. Well, next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show, I wanted to do something special but useful. And I thought to myself, you know, the whole impetus behind the Acoustic Tuesday show is to inspire players who have played, to inspire new players to pick up the guitar, to make all guitar players feel comfortable, inspired, so that they can pursue their own guitar journey and pursue their own guitar success, however they define it. Success. Wow. Really hard to say. So I thought for episode 300, I would list out what I think are the best first guitars available. I know we have a lot of new guitar players watching the show. You yourself might be, have been playing for a while, but may know somebody that's just getting into it. So I want to provide a little bit of value for those that are just starting their guitar journey. So episode 300 will be dedicated to the best first guitars you can buy. So I'm factoring in price, sound, playability, and overall guitar awesomeness. That's happening next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show. Remember, you can catch Acoustic Tuesday every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Before I let you go, please do remember this. Your guitar success, however you define it for yourself, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day that you play. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. Thank you for being a guitar geek, and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Cheers to you. Guitar Geeks Unite.